Hello. Hello. Welcome to another point at you. Film critters. Processes. Processing. Per day. Per day. Per day. Today. Per day. <laughs> uh, pure pocking papau. Possessor. The the newish. It's had like a weird rollout. Like some people I saw got it like over the summer. Um, I think we had it at a drive-in here, but only on like weird random nights. And it was paired up with like the wackest movie. Hold on, let me find out what. Let me let me look up what that was again. On the Rocks, the new Sofia Coppola movie. (laughs) That is. That sure is a lineup. That is that is a that is an ex boyfriend's uh, perfect perfect so, night. It's so it's like on the left, it's like Bill Murray and whoever is playing opposite him, and they're like, "Oh, here we are. We're at a bar. Oh, oh, we're. I think we're gonna have a a, a night talking about our feelings." And then on the right is just like body horror, like face mask <laughs> bullshit, just absolute yeah gruesomeness. So I did not get to see it in the drive-in, uh, but we did finally get to see it via other means <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah so this is by uh the son of cronenberg right yes uh son of <laughs> technically uh his name is cronenberg's monster but <laughs> <laughs> this is by brandon cronenberg brandon cronenberg david cronenberg yeah uh or cronenberg jr as i've been calling him <laughs> Um, this is, I think, his second film. His first one is one that I haven't watched yet, but I'm interested in because the premise sounds really fucking stupid. Uh, and it's got real mixed, real mixed leaning towards bad reviews. Uh, Ooh, ah, so I think this is the movie that people are kind of pushing is like, here's his, here's his actual debut because more people actually like it. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be, seems to be pretty well received. Uh, what did you What did you think? What 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 did you think of the of the dang movie? I um, I think I I I really liked it when I first saw it. I feel like with like each like every bit of passing time, I kind of lose like a little more interest in it. <laughs> mm, sure, sure, and I honestly think it's because it's a thing where it's like a part of me feels like if I go and revisit it the stuff i was impressed by is gonna be like a lot less impressive (laughs) Mm. (laughs) is like kind of the best way i could think of to describe it um and i think a lot of that is just because like the last act kind of kind of like squandered a lot of the cool ideas that were and a lot of the like cool premise that it had going on yeah yeah you're you're uh kind of hinting at my general reaction to the movie it, it's been most of it's like pretty cool i feel like it's got some it has some like really cool uh i mean it's like kind of like it, it's it's a very like it's an mk ultra premise but the way yeah, it yeah. does it and the way it executes on it and like some of the ideas that it's playing with at the beginning are like really cool and then by the end it's just kind of like like drags itself across the finish line and it and it 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 feels like the third act of annihilation walked in and was like hey (laughs) (laughs) hey girls what if we took this cool complex lore and world that we've constructed and we just crunch it down into a really simple metaphor (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, for sure. I I was so yeah, I mean like really for the first like three quarters of this movie, I was so on board. It was so, so cool. And I it it got me to invest like so much emotional energy into like the world building and the uh just like the technology, which is all really awesome. Uh and I thought it was like really well everything was really well introduced and everything was really like stylish and cool. And then kinda as it goes on, um I I I mean I wasn't even really opposed to when it kind of went more in the sort of abstract dimension because there were a lot of scenes that were I I read them as kind of being like Tasia having uh kind of this weird crisis of being like overtaken almost completely by the character that she's trying to possess uh where like he's wearing kind of this like weird mask of her face for a bunch of scenes of like her life yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he kind of he kind of hacks back at her, and it's um they they use a word in it which sort of implies that like a risk of doing this stuff, yeah, is is that your identities can get mixed up essentially. Um, I think they call yeah. it surging or char charring or something. Basically, there's like a lot of implications that like this can fuck you up mentally, and one of them is that like you're you can literally have identity coalescing and like the identities kind of blur and the implication is that like he pushes back so hard on her that he causes like their identities to almost fuse in a way where he becomes the person piloting it but it's like he's piloting her piloting himself rather than mm-hmm. him taking back control of his body yeah yeah and like that stuff's all that stuff's all really cool but like you said uh it kind of just falls flat basically the climax of the movie we we have all this like really cool kind of secret agent stuff where she's like jumping into this guy's brain and like struggling with struggling with him for control and you know their lives are like melding together and all this stuff and then the climax is like they go to her house and kill her husband and then the possessed guy gets killed by her son. Then the son gets shot and dies. And then everybody is dead, except for the main character. Uh, I kind of just thought that shit was just like really silly and gruesome for the sake of being like gruesome. Yeah, no, that's that's where it's like, because it's like, this weird set of like twists in that moment where it's like she's the one in control as she's shooting her child and she says you wanted this when 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 the guy stabs the girl or guy stabs her ex-husband and so it's like oh she actually didn't want to do these things with her family uh she actually hated them and like it has changed bitches man um, but also the kid is being piloted by her coworker who set it up so that she could murder her child. And it's like, oh, well, now we have a narrative all set in place, though, to to explain what happened so that uh, we can just 
give ourselves plausible deniability that that's what we wanted, which like all could have been like, I'm explaining this in a way that like makes it sound like a kind of like cool premise, but it is just like laid out in the most like tonal, like breakneck like shift in the film. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really, it kind of just comes out of nowhere because like, does she want her family to die? Is she like cool with it? I mean, like the ending seems to be, the ending seems to hint that she's not like, cool with it but she's like whatever about it or that like she you know that she basically sees her empathy as something that's like weighing her down or something like that but i don't really feel that that's very well established in like the rest of it it's also like so the empathy thing is there's there's a bit where like when she first comes out of it she has to do her her like one of her tests is basically she has to identify what objects are hers and what aren't that they're giving her and tell a story related to them. Yeah. And so when she first does it at the start of the film, she gets a butterfly and she talks about how she killed the butterfly and how she used to feel guilt about it and she still does. And then at the end of the film I think she says either I used to feel guilty about it and then doesn't say she still does or she just like doesn't say I used to feel guilty about it. And then the, right. the her coworker is like, ah, good. And it's like, oh, you don't you know, like you, you've learned to accept killing. But like. She's an assassin. <laughs> 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 like it's like that's her fuck like. Oh, she didn't she didn't accept that her job was to kill people, a job which she is like at this point in the film known as like the best in the business. <laughs> like she has yeah. like a notorious like record as like the person who kills people. And it's like, oh, but you know, now that I've like killed these people though, it's like, alright, alright, it's just a job. <laughs> uh, yeah, the family is kind of set up in the in the early, like the very, very beginning of the movie is like, uh, they're your one thread. Uh, you know, back to the real world or whatever. That's the one thing that's going to stop you from doing your job good. Which, to kind of acquiesce to that pressure, feels like it, it feels like there's a real lack of tension between her and, like, that as a concept. Like, the whole movie, she's so hyper-focused on, like, kind of doing her job okay and, like, not succumbing to this you know, lack of control that she has over her host. Yeah. That, like, by, you know, by the end, it's like, oh, yeah, her family. Oh, yeah, she has a family. And, uh, like, you know, it, it's 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 trying to, I don't know, it, it, it feels a little bit too on the back burner for that to be kind of what it, what, what the climax, like, leads to, I guess. Yeah, no, it, it, it's sort of, it backgrounded, or, or like backburner is like a really good way to describe it as a plot point because it's like it ends up bringing it all home, but then it ends up making everything else we see in the film be like, oh, is this all just be been in service for this like kind of minor plot beat that is now like taking up the entirety of the third act? It's hard to tell yeah. if some of Colin Tate's weirder acting choices are like specifically to convey what's going on or if it's just. He he kind of feels like a weird presence in the film and like not in a way that really works with the with like what the film is setting up, if that makes sense. Like there's the whole thing that they set up with like, oh, the narrative is this. Uh, but then like 
she doesn't really set that narrative up like at all in the time that we're shown. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. As soon as he, as soon as it became clear that he was going to be like kind of the main, like possessed character, I I was kind of like, Oh man. Right. Bring bring the, bring the woman back. Yeah. Andrea Riseborough. There's so much like, I don't know. There's so much like more interesting stuff that, that I felt like they could have done. Um, cause like that opening, like it's a great opening. Like the opening is really, really, really good. And I, I noted yeah. this on my letterbox. It's very strangely close to home, uh, to the bone on, you know, certain weird details about, uh, say Robert Kennedy Jr.'s assassination or, uh, the assassination of Lee Harvey Oswald before he had a chance to testify. <laughs> oh, damn. Both of them being weird cases of like the, the assassin, like, basically claiming that they had like a weird encounter and then that they like don't remember actually doing the assassination oh if you look up the stuff about sirhan sirhan there's like a lot of he's the guy who assassinated robert f kennedy you'll you'll like see like that's like a big thing that he has stuck to for years is that like he did not remember um i think it's mentioned in chaos the book about the charles manson murders and all the weird connections there's like a part where he kind of gives an overview of like mk ultra stuff and uh like uh project chaos stuff and one of the things he talks about is like yeah jack ruby uh didn't really remember like why he initially just assassinated him and just kind of came up with it uh and then went crazy after (laughs) being interviewed by this other guy that i'm talking about it's it's also it's also really interesting and cool kind of how this um compares to some like david cronenberg works uh i just recently saw a video drum actually for the first time thinking about the two together uh or or rather just kind of like comparing them in my mind it's like really fun to kind of see how they uh exemplify the sort of like style of their time for sure and how how they how they kind of like have this like have these like vague ties to like the political sort of landscape and and you know larger uh larger kind of political underpinnings and things like that sorry i was i was like i i i very briefly was like pulling up to make sure i was trying to remember it correctly and i found this other quote from jack uh jack ruby i am doomed i do not want to die but i am not insane i was framed to kill oswald oh my god <laughs> and that's the guy who shot uh lee harvey oswald on his way to his trial to uh for the assassination of jfk just like a lot of weird little things that i'm like i wonder uh it like like it seems like he's taking a lot of inspiration from actual pot cases that people have pointed to is like mk ultra stuff damn i'm not saying you know mk ultra is real but i am saying that people who say that mk ultra is real (laughs) (laughs) would say it looks a little something like this (laughs) <laughs> it looks a little something like a this. Yeah, uh I I don't know. I I don't think there's I I think that like honestly conspiracy stuff is like a pretty decent place to get like a sort of uh framework of like artistic inspiration. I I weirdly feel like Oh, no, absolutely because it's like at the very least conspiracies are like like you said of the video gym thing. It's like they're they're drawing on like what is in the air? Like what is in the water? What is in the culture? Like there. Yeah. And so like, they're a great way to like build a narrative like this because it's like, 
even if you're just drawing on them as like a concept, it's like, okay, but like those concepts exist out there and people have access to them and understand them because they exist as conspiracy theories or conspiracy theories are like a reflection of those concepts being in like the sort of public consciousness. The the twist of like her boss controlling her son is yeah. like so unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like, was her, was her, how long has her boss been controlling her son? I guess is the implication. Cause like with the way it works, you assume that she can't be control, have been controlling him like this entire time. So it means that they started controlling him recently to essentially set this up. But then it's like, how did they get all of that like set up in place to like get the kid possessored by the boss so that she could then possess her uh his death <laughs> it just it just added like a weird it just added a weird wrinkle to the plot that i don't think needed to be there like i don't think that there's any reason that the sun had to be being piloted by someone else in order for this to pay off other than i guess to give this <laughs> sense of like oh this was an inescapable narrative that had been set up but that doesn't really fit in with what else happened in the film either yeah I mean, I think you I think you really got to earn shooting a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> not to and be, that kid not gets to be, fucking like, blasted like that. <laughs> yeah. He gets like shot shot. Which, you know. Man, I'm not to be like super sensitive or whatever, but like, come on. There's the, the, I, I did like the sort of like ongoing thing. Of like Tasia's like big thing that she, problem she has is, with getting out is like she can't like get the subjects to like commit suicide that like that's like a thing that she has and I guess maybe that's sort of what the implication of that ending scene is supposed to be with her losing empathy is that now she can make her subjects commit suicide. Yeah, but again, it, it that feels weird when it's like her whole job is basically killing innocent people. Like, she didn't have any problem, like, <laughs> blasting that dude's girlfriend <laughs> who was, yeah. like, completely innocent. She's having much less of an issue at the beginning of the movie with that part of the process uh, than than later, uh, which, I mean, kind of throws throws off the lead, kind of kind of makes it feel kind of feels like red herringy. I, I, I don't know, like it. It's a, it's a really strong like thematic thing that I don't think I don't think the ending is like as sort of uh, thematic and like metaphorical as like you know as as it's as that stuff kind of sets it up to be. Yeah. No. Exactly. I I it feels like if like Christopher Nolan movies must like <laughs> if that <Yeah. laughs> right like that's like the only way it's like like this kind of feels like what Christopher Nolan movies like think they are but it still feels like stuck in the container of like a Christopher Nolan film where it's like yeah. certain things are like overthought but then it's like oh but then you don't kind of really like you build this huge lego set and then you don't do anything with it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it it kind of it it's missing like a human element. Like it it gets a little bit lost in the sort of mechanics and the sort of uh you know, like espionage and and that that stuff is interesting up to a certain point. 
Um, but I think at a certain point it has to like melt away in favor of like the character drama. The the part when uh, Colin comes in and like crushes her head and it turns into a balloon mask is was very funny though. <laughs> I thought that was like like it being a very obvious like match shot like clip is like very funny to me. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty good. I mean, like the whole like mask thing um, could have very easily been really really goofy. But I mean, like I I understood what it was like doing and what it was going for definitely. So it I think it worked. Uh, but I also, man, I, I'm I'm jealous of whoever got to take that prop home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoever gets That's to run around their house, uh, whoever gets to run around their house with the fucking uh, Andrea Riseborough mask. <laughs> it's just like a really shitty, like loose one too. I I think that was that was like I will say I did actually laugh when that got revealed, but only because like looking at the cover for so long, I thought that it was like her pulling at her face because her face was like melting and that like her like eyes had turned into mouths. Like I assumed it was going to be like a weird body horror thing where like the, the, uh, the effects of the MK ultra thing, like were causing like her body to like fuck up and freak out in weird ways. Uh, and so then when it's revealed that this like shot that's on all the posters and is super creepy and iconic, is just a dude putting on a really shitty mask. Very funny. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it, 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 I, it's a good like body horror shot though it's just like this idea of like putting on this person's mask and like literally becoming them to an extent right yeah absolutely yeah and i i i, I do i do appreciate uh that it's kind of this sort of duel of who gets control and like that kind of shit very very Really disappointing, kind of, kind of for me, like one of the most disappointing types of movies, uh, you know, which is which is the one that gets me really, really into it, and then just kind of uh, drops it at the end. That's actually kind of why I didn't really like the Black Coat's Daughter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I could see that. This, this, yeah, this movie definitely has Black Coat's Daughter syndrome. It really is like now that you've like said it that way with the with the. Uh... The like you gotta earn killing a kid. It really is like uh, killing a child in a film and killing like your main character's child should not feel underwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> it should feel significant. It, yeah. it should be like a real like punch in the gut. Like, oh my god, I can't believe the movie went there. Oh my god, that's so horrifying, and not just like having like almost the same tonal register as like that scene in postal the movie when like <laughs> they're just shooting a bunch yeah. of kids oh god where it's just like are you offended <laughs> did i t- <laughs> oh you thought we were gonna go there then we did oh, you're so triggered remember that shot where she stabbed the guy in the throat we're showing it to you again but this time a kid gets fucking killed <laughs> Let's see that kid kill camp. <laughs> Run that back. Run that back. <laughs> uh oh, looks like Billy's not going to school tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It feels like that though. It feels so unearned. Ugh. I was like not super about the like whoa, things are getting crazy visuals. It 
definitely <laughs> it it is i that stuff is going to be looked by that looked back at as really being of its time I feel yeah like. th- th- that is definitely going to be the thing that ages the worst in this film <laughs> just the sort of uh you know like overlay effects and like all the different like fluttering and flickering having like a hall of it... mirrors of like your characters screaming and like moving like they're in like uh, a tool music video yeah yeah the tool music video effect uh for sure yeah i i, I would have rather i don't know i i, I don't know necessarily <laughs> i don't know necessarily what i would have rather had um but it it did it was styling really, really hard. It was doing style very, very much, uh, and I, I don't, I don't know how well it landed. I, eh, it was a little distracting. I feel like um, I, I, I totally forgot about the scene. I did love the presentation of like the company that they're trying to take over, being a data company <sighs> that literally is just like a sweatshop of guys sitting at a computer spying on like random people through their web cameras or their phones in order to yeah. identify like curtains <laughs> <laughs> like in order to be like we want to get demographic data on people uh one of the price points people want to get right now is what kind of curtains do people like so they know how to advertise curtains better so you're just going to be cycling through like literally eight hour shifts of looking at other people through webcams and identifying what kind of curtains they have and moving as quickly as possible that was like this is dystopian imtur like imturk jobs <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that shit was really really funny i i i don't know i don't know really what the thematic purpose was of like him holding on the the one of the like webcam feed of like two people having sex in their apartment uh i, I feel like that didn't really nothing about that really came back uh yeah that was but... that was weird that that did, very much so felt like it was I feel like Cronenberg Jr. is is living a little bit too much in Cronenberg <laughs> Sr.'s shadow. And so he's trying to do like the same kind of things. And so he's like, well, I have to have sex in this movie because sex and, bl- and death, they're all mixed up. And it's like, it doesn't really like thematically like work. It's just kind of like, oh, they're a perv. <laughs> is it, <laughs> like, is it, isn't it so pervy that this character is watching these people have sex? While while also possessing another human being, yeah, like, uh, can can you imagine how this character feels watching this through this webcam? Like their alienation, and uh, I I don't I don't know how the character is supposed to feel. I have no fucking idea. Uh, but that being said, the VR stuff uh, was extremely funny. It, it's the idea of that being like cheaper and more effective as like a as like an office plan uh i mean it's 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 just uh, it's funny to me like giving people like their own cubicle but they're actually like less than two feet away from somebody else yeah no that that was that was really good there's like and like that's just it it's like it's stuff like that where it's like a a certain thought of like making a hyper real just like version of our world that is literally exactly the way our world is but like exaggerated enough to underline the fact that like that is how dystopian our real world is because like that scene is great because it it comes off so dystopian and then you realize that like that's literally like what jobs are like (laughs) like there are real jobs that are exactly this (laughs) 
Yeah, there's uh, God. There's so many like positions in companies that are are just so gratuitous and just so like just this like hyper granular data driven bullshit that doesn't really have to exist. But I mean, you know, it makes numbers go up somewhere. Like like yeah. it is the selling yeah. and packaging of numbers back and forth to each other. Uh, yeah. just the, yeah, it, so many small details like that, which like show like a really great grasp of like world building and it's actually why i'm interested in the other movie he did because it has an equally insane prem it actually has a more insane premise and i want to see if his world building is as good in that but it ends up having this great set piece that he kind of ends up just doing like a very like basic like kind of seven out of ten story with uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, his other story his other one that i'm gonna watch is, is called antiviral and it's about a future where companies sell you, I think it's the diseases that celebrities have so that you can like get sick Jesus. with the same sick disease that your favorite celebrity has. Um, that's, and the, that's kind of the funny. main character like bootlegs the viruses out <laughs> to like sell on the black market, like they're bootlegged versions of the viruses. But then he ends up contracting like this really rare disease that like some huge pop star dies of. And so now like everybody is trying to basically like kill him to get the virus out of his body because it's like now the most like profitable virus on the market. That's really cool. That's I mean, that sounds really yeah, cool. like it's it's like I said, it's got terrible. It's got like a lot of like bad reviews, but I'm like, that's such a like insane premise that I have to respect it and I want to see it now. And I really yeah. like his ability to make weird sounding like movies like real. I'm I'm really excited to be disappointed by that. That's going to be really that's going to. Oh, fantastic. it's going to it's probably going to be terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Possessor. Um, it, it, it did not uh, possess me. It did not uh, possess my uh, favor uh, toward it. Walk, possess, don't run to your local <laughs> to your local Christ. Cineflex and check it out. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah. Um. What would you What would you rather have uh, spent your uh, streaming ticket price on? Um. Well, I'm looking at these AJJ pins I bought. Uh, for like the band. Uh-huh. And one of them is like a steel yeah. reserve can, but it says AJJ reserve on it instead of steel reserve. Uh, and like maybe another set of those in case I lose <laughs> one of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, what would you have rather spent your streaming price on? Um, uh, a tab of acid so that I could be uh, mind controlled by radio waves, uh, and forced to, you know, I, I don't know, forced forced to assassinate uh, somebody, I guess. Fucking, yeah, you know, roll the dice, see who, see whose time it is to go. <laughs> uh, what would you not rather spend your money on? Um, I actually would not have rather spent my money getting MK Ultrad. <laughs> are you sure i i feel like i get mk doesn't i feel it, like i've it, been like sound a little fun. i don't know i feel like i get mk ultra like enough as is <laughs> okay that's fair you know yeah i, I get manchurian candidate plenty for my taste. right like sometimes like sometimes you want to be the driver 
the psychic driver yeah. <laughs> and not the psychic driven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what are you uh, glad you didn't spend your money on? Um, I guess, uh, like a mask of Andrea Riseborough's face, or specifically that mask. Like the Spirit Halloween uh, store deal. Oh yeah, man! Yeah, yeah. If this movie came out early enough, they would have had. They could have had like spirit Halloween masks, but like it's the thing where like they can't say it, so it says like the possessing <laughs> on it. <laughs> the possessed girl, girl, po- girl possessing, girl possessor, <laughs> possessor girl, possessing woman. If you are looking for you know a bit more of a deep dive, uh, our patrons have voted for us to watch. Donnie Darko for the month of December as our time travel themed uh, episode of the patron exclusive film critters throws it back for five dollars not patron. Damn, they really uh, did hit us with that Donnie Darko, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're all bastards. Uh, no, I mean, like we did it to yeah, ourselves. We, we, we put yeah, it on there knowing you know. full well that uh, <laughs> that it would be Donnie. It would be Donald Darko. <laughs> Donald Dark. Donald Darkman. Uh yeah, so that's gonna be really that's gonna be really fun and cool. I'm actually I'm 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 excited for that episode, even if I don't uh you know, even if I'm not excited to watch that movie again. And we've got more episodes coming soon. We're working on the writing process of the new uh full film critters episode. Yeah, keep an ear out and an eye out for that. Uh I've teased like a few things here and there in the Discord, which by the way Join our Discord. Join the Discord! <laughs> <laughs> link in the description obviously. yeah there'll be a link down uh, below uh we got a lot of stuff if you're a patreon you also get an exclusive well like two exclusive channels depending on what tier you get but at least one exclusive channel uh where we'll mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be more forthcoming and being like hey here's the next episodes we're gonna do if you guys want to check out the movie beforehand yeah yeah we actually did a poll to see whether uh people wanted us to watch happiest season or hillbilly elegy uh, uh and you'll never guess which one won which one won <laughs> uh and sometimes you so. can vote on things uh that won't upset us <laughs> <laughs> every now and then you know eventually uh but yeah that's pretty much it uh thank you so much for joining us on this ride checking out possess possess uh my name is Baru. Uh, what if it was c- called Possess? Uh, people are always saying Possessor, but not enough Possess him. I'm Jay Bear Hat. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. All right. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.